We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Looks like the Pacers will not foul here. And they're going to hold it and get their first win of... The MGM 2021 NBA Summer League. New York Knicks come out on top 94 to 86, led by Manuel Quickly, who had 32 points, eight assists, two steals. Obi Toppin, 22 points. Now, here's the thing, GA had five turnovers in the first half, none in the second half. Seemed to be a huge difference down the stretch. All right. In the old, in the old win column. Love it. It's a fake game. Doesn't matter. A win is a win is a win, even during summer league. Um, okay. I am um, – let's see. So, yesterday, after the first game of summer league, there were – I my understanding was there were a few folks in the chat who were concerned, as it were, with – the Knicks starting point guard yesterday, the guy who um, was one of the most important players on their actual basketball team last year, not their summer league team, their real team, um, and who showed us that he could do it on the real stage and um, hit as many big shots as uh, any Nick last season. But people were concerned because he went like five for 17 in summer league and he didn't look like he uh, had complete command of a position that um, you know is not really his natural his natural position. Well, I think I think I think Emmanuel quickly heard y'all. Um, so let's see what was his final stat line today. Did he get his career high? He did get his career high. Count summer league. Uh, Thirty two points on twenty one shots. Didn't even hit really that many threes. He was only four of twelve. Um, but thirty two points, eight assists. Um, how many turnovers did he have? One turnover, eight assists to one turnover. I think that ratio will play. Um, 
Yeah, Emmanuel Quickly's going to be fine. Um, I was not worried about Emmanuel Quickly yesterday. I'm not worried about Emmanuel Quickly today. Emmanuel Quickly is a, a really good basketball player. And um, he is allowed to have off days, um, even off days in summer league. Um, but he's really good. And we should be really happy that we have him to uh, root for as Nick fans. And uh, I, I said it, you know, yesterday, I probably wrote it today. Every year in summer league, there's like four or five guys who buy, I don't know, a couple of games in. They're like, oh, this guy probably doesn't need to be here. And he's probably too good for that. Um, and you know, quickly he's kind of like on the verge of being one of those guys. So just wonderful performance from quickly. I mean, does stuff you can't teach. He's going to play a big role on this team this year. I think he's going to play, I think he's going to average about 20 minutes, maybe even more 20, 25 minutes. Um, I think with, you know, with Rose and, and Kemba needing to be managed in terms of their health, he's going to play a vital role on this team. Um, and Hey, after summer league is over, he gets two more months to work on his game between now and the start of next season. Um, I'm kind of excited for a little manual quickly. We already got some stuff in the super chat. Young Lido ordered Deuce's jersey once the dunk hit the floor. That was a nice exclamation point. Um, we should go to Deuce McBride uh, next. C.T. Pittman, my main man. What's a, what's a super chat? What's a chat without or a post game without C.T. Pittman? Overreact, you say? We never overreact as New Yorkers, right? Um, yeah, and it was nice for anybody who, who missed the tweet or who, who missed uh, Rebecca Harlow saying it live on the broadcast. Quickly and 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 Obi have been working out together all all summer long. They they worked out together. They took two days off after the season ended. They came back in. They started getting work again. Like I really do feel very strongly about the fact that. If we look back on last year as the um, resetting of the organization's foundation, I have a funny feeling that we're going to point to those two kids, uh, Obi and Quickly, as as a big reason for that. I hope they're around for a long time. I mean, you know, we'll see what happens with big trades down the line. But um, I like both of them. I like rooting for both of them. They're fun players. Um, we'll talk about Obi in a bit. Uh, CPM, John, I'm so excited to send help. It's okay to be excited. That's what Summer League is all about. It's okay to be excited. Um, you know, quickly, I mean, the floater, I don't know what was the, let's rank the quickly plays from today. You had the Duarte, I mean, Duarte had a nice game. Duarte is going to be a really nice player, but man, that was his welcome to the NBA moment because he went, who was the guy that, that James Harden put on his ass or put, put on all fours? Was that, uh, I think it was Wesley Johnson. Um, I, I forget what team Wesley Johnson was even playing for when that happened, but when Harden like uh, faked him out, had time to like check the wind. And um, that was like akin to the, the James Harden, Wesley Johnson play. And he hit the shot. Obviously he had another couple of step backs. The floater game was going. I mean, he had that ridiculous floater uh, curling around on the, on the left side of the hoop. I mean, he was just all about it. Today. It was all about it. It was great. So it's okay to be excited. Um, Brian Benjamin, Thank God IQ bounced back. I was worried. Yeah, no, I mean, it still isn't. You're allowed to be a little worried, but at the same time, just remember, it's um, it's summer league. So let's talk about Deuce McBride yet. I know Deuce McBride was not um, the next leading scorer in the stat line, but if you watch the game, without question, um, Deuce McBride was the Knicks' second best player today after Emmanuel Quickly. He finished with 14 points, but he did so on only seven shots. He only missed... 
two shots, one three, one from inside the arc. Um, again, the defense popped. I thought the shot making was was good. Um, you know, it's it's going to be really really interesting to see how this rotation um, plays out this year. And I saw somebody mention that um, that Vildoza uh, is Vildoza out? Um, or maybe I I misread what somebody wrote in the chat. Um, I I am not sure. Oh, sadly, Luca is out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he only played four minutes today. I guess what did he get hurt? If honestly, I I missed it. If he did, um, I don't know. I mean, you know, yes, Tibbs cares about offense, but you need to be able to defend to get on the floor for a Tom Thibodeau team. Deuce could defend. Deuce could hit shots. Um, Deuce can, if you're, if you're asking me, can Deuce defend your average backup NBA two? I think he probably can. I think that was one of the, I think that was one of the appeals uh, of why they drafted him. Um, I, I said it weeks ago. I'll say it again. Now he looks more ready to play to me at this point than, than Grimes does. Now we could rewind two years. And after two summer league games, if you would have said, who looks more ready to play NBA basketball, R.J. Barrett or uh, Ignas Brasdakis, we would have all said uh, Iggy. And it's not even close. So, you know, again, it's summer league. Let's let's calm our jets. I'm, Grimes is fine, by the way. I mean, he was, what, two of six from deep, not making shots inside the arc. I mean, he looks a little overmatched, uh, quite frankly, um, right now. Not, you know, not the best game from him. Defensively, some, some inconsistency. Um, McBride looks like looks like he's ready to play. Blames Dolan. Tibbs couldn't even crack a smile. <laughs> of course, Tibbs can't crack a smile. Tibbs doesn't even know what a smile is. No, that's not true. He smiled a few times this year. Um, so great game um, from Deuce McBride. Really, really nice effort on his part. Um, who should we go to next? Let's talk about Obi. Um, Obi had, you know, Sims had. Sims was the revelation in game one. But I think all things concerned, Obi Toppin was the best player from game one. Um, he was eight for 11 inside the arc. I know he struggled from three. Today was kind of the opposite. Today, Toppin was three for six from deep. I thought his, with, with the with the lone exception of the one airballed three that uh, ended up being accredited Jericho Sims basket. Can't write that stuff. With the exception of that shot, which we saw him have those random, like really bad misses last year. I thought his three just looks absolutely silky smooth. I mean, I think he's, it seems like it's a little bit of a quicker release. It seems like it's a more fluid release. Um, I don't know what work he's done on that shot over the summer, but even yesterday, I thought the release looked good and he just didn't make them. Today, he was three for six. Inside the arc, I thought the biggest criticism of Obi today, and you'd like to see him do this a little bit more against this level of competition. And, you know, is it a, does he need more patience? Is it just, you know, still needs a little bit more time? It's just, you know, I think it's a patience thing. You'd like to, to see him just draw more fouls on these guys. Toppin went to the free throw line three times today. I thought on a couple of those shots that he put up, he could have just slowed down a little bit. Like these guys can't, can't stop him. But at the same time, we've seen him have such success um, with, you know, getting these shots up on the move. I thought his most impressive shot today was when he kind of curled around um, from the restricted area, caught the ball maybe eight feet from the rim, and then in one fluid motion put up that 
that righty uh, lay-in, which is just like, you know, you can't teach that. That's the type of thing where if you tell me like, all right, what do you take from summer league? What do you not take from summer league? Showing, flashing that kind of skill is something you definitely take from summer league. Um, finished today, 22 points on 20 shots, had another nine rebounds, um, did have the five turnovers, not ideal, but a fine game from top. And he's had two very nice games. So that's totally, that's totally cool. Um, CT Pittman, man, CT, thank you, CT. I was worried about culture once we lost Theo, but after Quick's post-game comments today, I think we'll be fine. Um, I'll have to go back and catch those. Hopefully someone can repost those on Twitter because I obviously uh, started this right after the game. But, yeah, man, I I think – I don't know. Um, I know the talk – and I'm responsible for for much of it already – the, the talk with where they how they signed all these contracts this offseason and uh, their movable contracts and the salaries are, you know, the type of salaries that you could kind of cobble together in a bigger trade. I, I, I get that the attention is immediately going to turn to the, the next star that, you know, may be available on the trade market or says he makes himself available or whatever the case is. I just, you know, I'm going to repeat the sentiment that I. I shared with so many people who who watched with me after so many games last year, which is that like, you know, this is a final, it's a team we could root for finally has kids that you want to grow with and you want to see beyond the team for a while. I don't know if we're going to get all of them, but quickly it's just, there's something quickly's DNA. I don't know what it is, but I like it and I like it here. I like it in this locker room. Um, and I, I want him to be here for, for a very long time. Flying Machine Collective, again, thank you for your contribution to the Super Chat. Um, meanwhile, Blood of Depanda, Obi looked like Paul George out there. <laughs> it might be a little bit of a stretch. Um, quickly is a bucket. Obi, finally aggressive. He's definitely getting more aggressive. Um, hopefully that carries over. No NBA starting point guard in the Summer League team. Um, yeah, we'll see by McBride. Also, who did Quick give 32? an NBA rotation player. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Quick put up 30 against the Blazers in the um, Knicks' failed comeback uh, in Portland. Uh, Andrew, Claudio, or somebody else, if you want to fact check that for me, I could be wrong. I think that's where he put up uh, 31. So, uh, yes. Okay, thank you. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Robert McGinley in the Super Chat. It's just Summer League, so I don't want to overreact, but McBride just looks like a Tibbs guy. He absolutely looks like a Tibbs guy. 
He never stops working out there. And that's going to get him on the floor. Um, and I think, he, again, he's going to have opportunities to play. And I'm just – I'm really – I'm just really interested what happens because again, with the Vildoza thing, if, and I, I think I kind of said this with, with Jeremy um, on uh, today's pod or yesterday's, whatever, I think it was today's pod. Like it's not just about doing right by like you brought Vildoza over here. Um, he may have been under the, the presupposition when he signed a contract with the Knicks that he was going to have a genuine chance to fight for, you know, a prominent spot in the rotation next year. You know, is that, is that still going to be the case with, with Kemba and, and Derek here? He kind of knows that he's obviously never going to start for this team, barring, you know, some really bad injuries that I don't even want to think about. Um, who knows? Maybe he wants to, maybe he wants to go back to Europe. We have no idea. I, you know, I hope not. Um, but I just I'm not willing to sit here and rule out McBride playing playing a role for this team this year. Um, quickly did it. Um, I know quickly was a shot maker, and I know they needed quickly's three point shooting. But you know, Deuce seems like he he could, he could hit some shots. Um, okay, CT man, what I, CT CT Pittman? I honestly hope we don't gut the team for a star like Lillard. I feel like we're building something special and building it the right way. It's the it's the great question of the NBA, right? Like at some point you need that you need that guy. Um, I think there's you know there's there's hope that maybe Randall could be that number two. I think there's hope that maybe RJ could be that number three number three. You still need that guy, but at the same time, who knows what that trade is gonna look like if and when that trade happens. I just I'm gonna like throw something out there. It's it's it may be a little bit far fetched, and I know Jeremy's going to touch on it on next week's pod. But like, you know, what's to say that this summer, that you know, what's to say that this year things go very well for the Knicks, and then next off season, either Zach Levine or or Bradley Beal are like, yeah, you know what, I want to go play for the Knicks. Obviously, at that point, the Knicks don't have cap space. But if you're as opposed to a team like Portland who if Portland trades Dame Lillard or like, you know, whoever the Aaron Fox trades, you know, uh, or get traded from Sacramento or like Utah, if things go bad there over the next couple of years, you know, they trade Donovan Mitchell. Those are situations where you get, you still have a guy under contract. You're going to want to get a certain return for those guys. In if it's a situation where a guy is a free agent, a la Jimmy Butler with the, with the heat two years ago or, or going to the heat two years ago, that was a situation where he said, I want to go to Miami. Miami didn't have any cap space. So what did Miami do? They're like, all right, well, he wants to come here. You're going to lose him anyway because he doesn't want to go back to you. So we'll give you some stuff in a trade because we need to, because we we need for you to help us out to make this signing happen. But we're not giving you what we would give you if we were trading for Jimmy Butler under contract for several years. So what did they do? They gave up uh, Josh Richardson. I'm pretty sure some salary filler went out in that deal. That was, uh, if I recall correctly, the Hassan Whiteside contract went to Portland um, because it was a four-team deal. And then the Heat sent, I think, a a first-round pick or a couple of first-round picks. You know, Josh Richardson's a nice player. But, like, that was a situation where it was kind of this, like, in-between deal where, like, yes, they had to trade for the guy, but they also – the guy was a free agent. So I think if you're a Knicks fan uh, like C.T. Pittman and you are hoping – that this 
core stays together for the long term, um, I think your best bet is to maybe make it the whole year without getting that superstar. And the only way that happens is if this team, I think, just wildly not overperforms, but they really perform well. And there isn't that pressure, you know, to make that to make that star trade or maybe a star never asks out. And you get to next summer and then next summer comes. And again, is it a Levine? Is it a, um, you know, is it a Bradley Beal? Well, no, I was about to say, is it a Zion Williamson? He, uh, he he's, he's not even at his at the point where he could take a, a qualifying offer. We're still we're still two years away from that. We're not we're not quite there yet. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, OK, uh, what else do we got here? CTP, the God, uh, Mr. William, 1072. I was at Sunday's game. The effort from the young guys is palpable. The rookies will be day one contributors. Yeah, I mean, what, what I want to say about that is even if we get to, to day one of the, the season and we don't see, you know, Deuce or Grimes or something like play minutes, I, I'm going to sound like Coach Tibbs. I, this is me channeling my inner Tom Thibodeau. There's lots of ways you could contribute. You could contribute on the practice court. You could contribute in the gym. You could contribute from the bench, rooting on your t- – yeah. it's a little, little bit too much smoke for me. Um, but no, I, I mean that like these guys are going to be contributors They're in ways that we probably don't recognize. And I think all we have to do is look to last season and just, you know, what they built behind the scenes and, and how those guys, everybody felt like they were a part of the team. That's what happens when you have a special group. Um, Fern Rodriguez, any guesses when the Knicks will have a press conference introducing Fournier and Kemba? Curious, since that will probably be when we see Leon speak to the press first time in a while. Um, I are we going to see Leon speak to the press? They'll have a Kemba press conference. They'll have a Fournier press conference. Um, I'm sure it'll be virtual. I'm not sure I'd bet on Leon speaking. At that, I mean, at some point, it's gonna. He kind of does need to talk, doesn't he? Um, I don't care. To me, this isn't like his. The fact that he hasn't talked since he he uh, did like a, a one-on-one thing. Well, no, sorry, he did the one-on-one thing with Mike Breen, and then he um, spoke when they introduced uh, Tom Thibodeau. But that wasn't even really a press conference. Like he doesn't. He hasn't sat and given like a true. You know, I'm the president of basketball operations, answering whatever questions you have for me. Press conference. Is he going to give one now? I don't know. I'm 50-50. Again, I don't really care about it. If you care, I don't begrudge you. I know some of the guys in the press care about it because it's kind of like a – I don't know. I get the sense that it's kind of like a respect thing. Like the journalists that cover the team, like you're supposed to talk to us type of deal. I don't know. I don't. Obviously, I don't consider myself a journalist, so I'm the wrong person to ask. But, uh, I digress. Uh, what else we got? So we're about 20 minutes. I'll take one or two other questions. And then I am going to fry up some chicken cutlets for dinner, which I'm very excited about. Um, I'm thinking for anybody who, who, who wants to ask, how dare you bring a Mets cup to a victory live stream? It's an old Mets cup. Look at this thing. This thing is more weathered than like, uh, who's a weathered Met? Um, I don't even know, but this thing's old. I don't know if this, yeah. Which probably seems better days. Chicken colored sandwich today is going to be with some bacon jam, with some. Um, I think I have some 
but Monterey, Monterey Jack cheese. Um, and I have some like nice potato bread. I know it's not, not the best, but it'll do. And then I think I have some like salad. I want to make like a mayo based slaw or something that maybe I want to put under with the bacon jam. Um, that's kind of where David, David Weathers, <laughs> pepper, it's pepper Jack. That's pepper. My wife is telling me it's pepper Jack cheese, not Monterey Jack cheese. Very different things. Um, Cologne. <laughs> Listen, Cologne is going to pitch somewhere until he like literally drops. Um, I love, I love Bartolo Cologne. Big shout out to Bartolo Cologne. Um, anything else we need to talk about for the next day? I didn't mention Jericho Sims. Uh, Jericho Sims still hasn't missed in summer league. Eight points, nine rebounds. Nice game. Um, thank you to whoever uh, YT is in the super chat. Although that's that's redacted. I don't know what that is. Um. Wayne Selden, thank you for your participation. Uh, Reed Travis, thank you for participation. Uh, oh, Jacobitis, Rokas, Rokas. How can I forget about Rokas? We saw nine minutes of Rokas. He made a nice bucket. Um, he had a, a rough turnover, I think, and um, he's probably going to be back to Barcelona pretty soon. <laughs> I don't, I don't really know what to say about Rokas. It was nice that he got some run. Um, I, you know, there will be a time when we see more of Rokas. Um, David, David, it's Jared Jacks, man, Jared Jack, shout out to Jared Jack getting an assistant coaching gig with the Phoenix Suns. I, I feel, I felt bad because Jared Jack, a lot of shit that year because he was starting ahead of Frank and we all wanted to see Frank start, but Jared Jack was damn good. And like, I can't tell you how many times I sat watching Alfred Payton last year being like, Jared Jack would be better than this. Whoever Jared Jack is in the in the world he was playing for the G League. Wherever Jared Jack was in the world, he would have been better than Alfred Payton last year. So shout out to Jared Jack. Um once a Nick, always a Nick. You got that right. Um okay. I think yeah Jared Jack was legit. He went straight from the G League to an assistant coaching staff. Like what a lord. God God bless Jared Jack. Um CT Pittman, yes, Reed Travis is a Kentucky alum. Um, I am. I think he played with with quickly. Um, I can tell you, he's not going to be a New York Nickelum because if that dude ever makes it onto an NBA roster, um, we we have an issue. I, I don't think he's he's quite ready for prime time. Oh, here we go. Oh, can, does anybody mind if I listen to the post game? What a nice young man. He was telling you to keep shooting that basketball, but you know, we saw a lot of chemistry between you and Obi Toppin out there today last summer you didn't get this time with him how have you guys taken advantage of it i hear that two days after the playoffs you two are right back in the gym no no that's what the Knicks culture is you know working hard uh enjoying the work getting better uh we're really excited for the summer league enjoying the work enjoying the work 
team. We're really excited for next season. So uh, we just want to continue to get better and take steps to move forward. Speaking of this summer league team, when you look at the Knicks draft picks, there's some good stuff going on out there on the floor. What stands out to you right now? Um, unbelievable guys, not only on the court, but I think off the court. Um, they're unbelievable character-wise. They want to work. They're humble. Uh, all the guys, Quentin, McBride, uh, Jericho, as you see, he catches lobs like none other person. So, you know, we got a lot of talent, a lot of great guys, so we're excited about them. Obviously, all the free agency deals have not been finalized yet, but if you were to play with Evan Fournier <laughs> and Walker, what excites you about the idea of adding that kind of shooting to this team? I got you, CT. I mean, um, I feel, first of all, just learning from them. Uh, in my second year, I think learning, from, especially from a guy like Kemba, uh, who's been an all-star, been, you know, top 15, 20 in the league in scoring. So, you know, somebody to learn from, compete with, uh, just get better day-to-day. -day. And then, obviously, what Evan Fournier brings to the table is shooting. His competitiveness, I think, you know, we really added something to this thing. Ah, that's a beautiful thing. I love this kid so much. Yeah, I got you, CT. I figured that's why I wanted to I wanted to play it. Um, uh, no one catches lobs like Jericho Sims. Boy, shots fired? I don't know. Um, no, I, I don't think he, he meant anything by that. Yes, here's your question. Um, forgot to actually post the question. What would you think of Josh Hart on this team? Uh, I like Josh Hart. I think the reason why um, Josh Hart is still available and restricted free agency is because – um, after the Pelicans lost Lonzo Ball for really not much, um, I don't think they could afford to lose Josh Hart. They could pay Josh Hart. Um, it shouldn't be an issue to pay Josh Hart. So for the Knicks, um, they have no more cap space other than the room exception. And as uh, Jeremy and I discussed on today's pod, uh, they are my assumption would be if uh, Vildoza is on this team come next year, to accommodate the, the Walker contract, which has to be used during, with cap space, the numbers don't work out. You need Vildoza's salary slot, so you're probably going to need to re-sign Vildoza using the uh, the room exception. Uh, this is a very long-winded way of saying they don't have any money to pay Josh Hart. Even if they had the full room exception, uh, they're not going to, you know, Josh Hart, like the Pelicans would, he would never sign that. The Pelicans would match that in a heartbeat. Um, you know, as a possible trade candidate down the line, maybe. I mean, I like Josh Hart. I like... I'd like to see Josh Hart um, shoot more than uh, 33 or whatever he shot, 31% from three uh, this season before I, I uh, gave up real real assets for him. Okay. Um, that is it. I'm going to go fry up some cutlets. You guys are amazing. I, I've said it a few times again this offseason. Best fans in the world. It's 419 on a Tuesday, and we had over 600 strong in here. Um, watching uh, a post game of a summer league game, summer league game. But that's what happens when Emmanuel quickly uh, goes off for 32 points and uh, looks like a stud in the process. So now I will second Andrew. Thank you for uh, coming and, and tuning in. I will see you at about uh, 1145 PM Eastern standard time on Wednesday night after the Knicks, hopefully uh, kick the crap out of the Los Angeles Lakers summer league team. All right. Enjoy your night, everybody. Peace out.